Hello, happy Monday. Welcome to Point and Line to Head, Elevating Hairdressing, the podcast all about art and design theory for hairdressers. I'm Cody. I'm a hairdresser in Washington, D.C. And this is our season two finale. So like I said, I will be taking a break for the holidays and sort of all of the craziness that goes on in uh, hairdressers' lives around that time. And I will be coming back for season three on Monday, February 5th. And in the meantime, make sure you are posting your hashtag PointLineTour posts on Facebook and Instagram. I want to come meet as many of you as possible next year, so I'll be choosing a couple of cities to go to. So post your where you're from and why you'd like me to come bring point and line to head to your city. Um, that ends, uh, let's see, November 28th, so just a couple weeks away now. And I will be choosing the... The, the final cities in December. So make sure you're posting hashtag point line tour. I want to come play hair with you. And this week, finally, I will have my education calendar up. I finally had some time to like sort through my entire life. So that will be up this week on pointlinehair-education.com. And we'll also be on the Point and Line to Head Facebook page. And probably in about a month from now, I will have one more big exciting announcement. So make sure you follow Point and Line to Head on Facebook and keep an eye out for that next month. And let's get into this last little episode. For this week, I actually was inspired by something a artist friend of mine posted. Um, this is a friend of mine named Esther, and she basically just does everything. She paints, she writes, um, she models, um, a, a whole bunch of different stuff. I'll put her Instagram in the description for this episode. She posted this um, piece of writing she did and um, to just sort of, I'm going to <laughs> sort of shorten it here because it was a little bit long, but it was really inspiring to me as I was trying to come up with this episode and it's sort of, I think sometimes the universe like puts things in your lap at times. So um, it was the perfect way for me to wrap up this season, I felt like. Um, so what she said, um, and paraphrasing a little bit here, is we are living in a new renaissance, and the old paradigm is being destroyed. No longer do we have to be limited by our conditioning. We are multifaceted beings capable of creating a whole new world. In a few episodes now, I've talked about how... All of us, the whole industry, needs to sort of band together and push forward and not be defined by sort of the conventional definition of what a hairdresser is. So it was sort of fitting for me to find <laughs> what Esther had written because 
it really summed up all of my feelings about um, a lot that's happening in the industry, um, a lot of things that are happening globally <laughs> as well on a much larger scale. But I'm going to stick to just hairdressing. Um, so living in a sort of new renaissance, so to speak, where if you look around, a lot of things are changing. Sort of basic day-to-day -day things that we do, um, how we do things, um, looking at technology and all of these things that are sort of at our fingertips, and how the world is changing at this rapid pace. And so what happens when change happens on that large scale is little things have to change and adjust to sort of fit into all of the change that's going on on that large scale. So for us and hairdressing, um, there's a lot of things in the last, really in the last year, but in the last few years that have changed and um, changed the way we work, changed the way that we see our work. Um, and so if you look at technology and social media and how quickly you can get your ideas out there to the world, it's changed the way we do things day to day in a salon, right? So it's pretty normal these days to take pictures of your clients after you finish, where that used to be a like, oh, can I take a picture, sign a release for it? It was this whole big thing. Um, and then you'd have to take your, your pictures off of your camera and put them on your computer or develop film. Um, so that's changed a lot. And it's normal to ask to take a client's photo after you've finished with them. Normal for that to go up on social media. So it's normal to see the day-to-day -day salon work that we're doing. And clients can actually go out there and find it and look through it and, you know, bring actual pictures in where it used to be a, like you go pick up the cheesy hair magazine at the grocery store, right? Or, um, print out pictures or whatever it was. Um, so now we can actually photograph what we're doing, um, every single time for the most part and have that accessible to all of our clients. So there's that that goes on. Um, and then in the actual images that we're posting, this sort of rawness is normal, um, where these high budget photo shoots and everything are still important, still have to happen or still happening. Um, but that's not the primary, primarily what we look at as hairdressers anymore. Um, we can go through and find any hairdresser on Instagram or Pinterest or whatever it is that we're looking at and look through in their entire body of work, basically. So it's interesting that all of this inspiration and trends and all of things that we used to have to go searching for a lot more um, are right at our fingertips now. Now, not to say that um, there's not a certain amount of research that has to go into keeping ourselves on top of what we're doing and keeping ourselves current, um, but it's a lot easier to now. So what happens in our industry is there's no excuse for us to be doing dated work anymore. There's no excuse for us to be doing sort of subpar work anymore. So we have to look at what we're doing and make sure that we're doing the best work we can possibly do technically. 
and that our work is always current, and there's always a reason for why we're doing what we're doing. And in the midst of all of that, <laughs> trends and fashion and all of these other things are happening intermittently. So we have to stay on top of those. But as trends change, the way that we work tends to change and the client requests tend to change. So it's a lot of things for us to suddenly have our, our hands in. And it easily becomes another, you know, another three full-time jobs to keep on top of everything else that's involved um, in our careers. But we have to do it. We have to wear multiple hats and we have to make sure, you know, we're taking photos and keeping up with content with all of those things. But we also have to make sure that we are staying current, <laughs> keeping updated. So a lot of things changing all at once. So it's easy to get lost in the shuffle and want to just ball yourself up in a corner and just call it. Um, but if you want to be a successful and respected professional, then there's a lot of things you have to stay on top of in your career. Um, next season, I want to spend a couple episodes talking about, you know, commanding respect and what it means to be a successful creative professional. Um, but we'll, <laughs> we'll pause that conversation for now. Um, so this new renaissance that we're living in, right? Everything is changing around us and we have to make sure we're changing with it, right? I hope that every time I say, right, there's someone out there like talking back <laughs> and going, no, <laughs> you're not right. Um, <laughs> so, but the change is happening. And then there's also this conditioning, right? Um, and again, I will speak to this on a hairdressing sort of level. Um, we won't talk about this in the like, grand scheme of <laughs> like social conditioning and whatever. But um, so in hairdressing, there's sort of this predefined almost convention, right? That we're programmed to sort of operate within. And we're sort of told um, what it is that hairdressers are in school. Um, and sort of told, you know, you have to make the client happy at all costs and X, Y, and Z. So we're sort of told how to exist in this industry um, from the start of our careers. Um, and there's positives to that, but I think there's a lot of negatives to it as well, right? So instead of being given just the building blocks to go out and create, we're given recipes, right? And, um recipes and anecdotes and this is how this person did it so that means that you should do it like this too um so this conditioning that we have to operate in a certain way at all costs at all times and there are some great hairdressers out there right now that are actually working towards changing a lot of that and um actually challenge themselves to change their conventional sort of behavior but we have to, as an industry, look at that. We need to almost collectively rise up and push forward. We have to make sure that we're challenging ourselves and that we're challenging hairdressers, other hairdressers around us. 
to move forward, push themselves, do better work, do more exciting work, do whatever it is that fulfills them, fulfills you, fulfills me. Because if we're not doing that, and we're not making a point of challenging ourselves every single day behind the chair, then we are falling behind. And part of this conditioning is sort of this idea that we have to look up to other people, right? Now it's, as I've said before, it's important to sort of have role models and surround yourself with really talented people. But at the same time, <laughs> we get caught in a, oh, I need to adopt that. I need to start doing my work just like this person did. And it's important to aspire to to do better work and to be better as a professional. Um, but copying is not doing better. And at the end of the day, there's no special genetic like hairdressing gene that someone gets. And there's not some sort of like visionary gene that a handful of people get. Um, we're each and every one of us is capable of doing amazing work. And we have to look within ourselves and figure out what that is. What kind of work do you want to be doing more of? And how do you get there? Um, what are your sort of goals as a professional? Look at those. How are you going to achieve them? And so if you every single day are looking at what you can do to improve yourself, you're growing. So in the next few months, between now and the third season in February, I want to challenge you to actually sit down and write out a three-year plan. Not a five-year plan. <laughs> Let's make this really bite-sized and easy. What are your goals? Where, where do you want to be as a hairdresser? What kind of work do you want to be doing? And figure out step by step how you're going to get there. Because if we're not doing this, we're falling behind and someone else will be doing it. The industry moves forward with or without us. And I will close up this second season with a quote from Lyndon B. Johnson. And he said, in a nation of millions and a world of billions, the individual is still the first and basic agent of change. I want to thank you for listening to season two of Point and Line to Head, Elevating Hairdressing. Make sure you're subscribed, and I will return on Monday, February the 5th. For more information on this podcast and education opportunities, head over to pointlinehair-education.com. You can also find Point and Line to Head on Facebook for the latest happenings. I hope that each and every one of you has a great holiday season. And I will see you guys in February. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Cody, and this was Point and Line to Head, Elevating Hairdressing. <laughs>